I don't actually remember anyone telling me when I was first born again that I now had a battle on my hands, that there was another king, and this king of self-will would need to be dethroned because two things can't occupy the same place. And the kingdom is about displacement. It comes in like a lion and displaces everything in its path. It happened in Jerusalem when Jesus was born. Herod was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. We do get troubled when our apple cart is upset, if I can use that expression, and all our pet theories about Jesus and the kingdom are turned on their head. Because as we go on, we will find, as we saw in the first series, the school of the spirit, that he's altogether not like us. He says and asks things we don't like, and that will upset our thinking. He was made in the form of a man, yes, but there the resemblance really does end. He lived his life from the inside out. He lived his life to please only the Father. He lived from his spirit, not his soul and his physical needs. They were the last thing he was concerned about. For us, it's completely the opposite. We're all about getting our physical needs met, our prayers answered in the way we want. Pleasing the Father isn't on our radar and our spiritual life goes hang most of the time. In fact, many of us are totally unfamiliar with the concept of living from the inside out, from our spirit man, under new government. Hopefully, you will enjoy finding out the difference between your Mary and your Martha, between your soul and your spirit, between the old and the new, between self-will and his will. Basically, it's the difference between living a life of constant conflict, anxiety and fear and living a life of righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit, living from the opposite spirit. I know which one I'll choose. You remember that in this kingdom we absorb human failure, love without reward, extend mercy and suffer some. Cool. Because he doesn't think like we do or see things the way we do, he lives on the inside out and he wants us to live that way too. It's part of what he won for us on the cross, part of our inheritance in him. As I've said before, he's circular in his thinking for a start. Everything begins with him and ends with him. Well, it would, wouldn't it? He created everything and there's nothing made that he didn't make, so it stands to reason it's a circle. Romans 11.36 For of him and through him and to him are all things, to whom be the glory forever. Amen. That's a doxology, a glory word. Ah, is that all right? <laughs>